to the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Glad to have you guys back with me again, and let's go ahead and get started with today's topic. So today, we're going to talk about how to focus on yourself without being selfish. This is really targeting those of you who feel that you want to start leveling up, you want to start this process, you want to get started with the journey of self-improvement, but at the same time, you're not ready to kind of leave everything behind and go to that extreme of really just focusing completely on yourself and you might think you know it might be selfish for situations like abandoning your friends or family or maybe the jobs that you work um so this is just going to be kind of more of a moderate stance as either what you want to start with or as a stepping block from where you at now um personally this is a good way to make it sustainable so that way you can kind of make more steps in the process of self-improvement so it doesn't feel as scary or as big of a commitment as some of you might fear to take. And so with that being said, let's get started. So firstly, we're going to talk about self-love, practicing self-love. So, you know, it might sound weird or it might sound like a topic that not everyone should be talking about, but it means being kind to yourself minimizing the self-negativity that you portray once in a while and making more room for positive self-evaluation. So your ability to identify areas that need improvement is a very valuable skill. And this attitude can be really important with making sure that you do not go too far in this journey of self-improvement. Because again, There's nothing wrong with wanting to become a better person, but you have to approach it from a place of growth and positivity, not self-loathing and dissatisfaction. If you act like a perfectionist or if you act like you're not good enough because you messed up, that's not the path to self-improvement that I'm willing to take. And I don't want you to take that either. Next part we're going to talk about is trying new things. If you're only working on the same things, you risk not only getting stuck, well, you also risk not starting to not love what you do. Because what happens is whatever you're doing at the moment, if you do it solely and consistently without any change, it becomes your only identity with nothing else existing outside whatever you're doing, if this is your work. So while we're all committed to what we're mainly doing, especially if it's meaningful and in line with your values, it's really important that you continue to try new things beyond it because what it does is it keeps you energy energized and creative, which not only helps you provide better value in your job by offering different perspectives and being more refreshed, but it helps you live a more richer life overall, right? You have other things that you're passionate and love to do that exist outside that one thing. It adds different character and flavor to your life. So one of the best ways to try that is take up a new hobby. So it could be something related to your job, or it could be something that you've always wanted to do going past that. Maybe if you want to learn a new language, for example, or if you want to try a sport or maybe do a craft of building something with your hands. 
personally, I'm trying out a ukulele. You know, I've talked about it a little bit before. And honestly, you know, it's it's slow progress, but I love doing it. It's really cool to try something new and go through that experience of trying to build up a skill again. So it doesn't matter what hobby you go with, go whatever with hobby you want. Just focus on the learning and the self-improvement that comes with it, learning a new skill, not worrying about the other things, what people will think or if it's going to make money. Just enjoy what you do. And now this is the biggest one that I'm going to say, not only for your health, but also in the terms of being scared of being selfish, of focusing on yourself, make time for loved ones. Because the people with deep connections to us, the people in our lives with those deep connections, they have a massive effect on the quality of our lives. So we often forget this when we're setting goals or focusing only on making more money or gaining recognition. And in this process, we often neglect the people closest to us. You know, I know I've done that for periods of time because I'm just so focused on what I'm doing. And it's definitely easy to rationalize the single-minded focus as an act of love towards our family members because, I, I mean, I, again, I've done this personally. I'm like, if I'm getting better, you're getting a better version of me when I'm done with this. The problem is I'm not really done with this and I never will be done with this. This is a never ending journey for me. You know, I love to do it, but again, it's never ending. So you have to remember that you can easily rationalize this idea that you're getting better. And this is as a result will help the people you love or it's going to be able to provide for them. You know, sometimes we think if we can achieve a certain level of success, we'll finally be able to provide for them and ensure their security. But when you apply this in reality, and when you take this out of a theoretical concept and apply this to your life, it's not a trade-off worth making. You have to make the time for the ones you love most now, no matter where you are in your career or your personal life. Life is passing by either way. So it's better to spend it with the most important people in your life while you can. They die just like everyone else, just like you will. And the last thing you want is when that time comes, you're regretting not spending enough time. And you have no idea when that's going to happen. As morbid as that might sound in the context of us talking about this, it's the truth. And remembering not only that they're going to die, but you're going to die, you have to give more meaning to every single minute. It's so much better to lose money on something than it is to lose time. Time is the only precious thing that you can't get back. So remember that. I'm not saying only spend time with them. Of course, I, you have to focus on what you want to be doing. I'm just saying that don't neglect them. Make sure it's a healthy balance. Everything in moderation. With that being said of moderation, cultivate a healthy lifestyle. Good health is the foundation for a successful life. You can push your body hard in the short term with going without good rest or not feeding yourself the proper nutrients, but it's not sustainable over the long term. Eventually, you get sick, you get fatigued, taking you out of whatever you're doing until you can recover. It's so much better to operate at a healthy, sustainable pace than to burn out within a few weeks because you thought you could do everything at once. So the first big thing that you can do to improve your health is get enough sleep. 
again, I've talked about this before. Sleep is a waste of time for me. It feels like a waste of time. Sorry. But it's quite the opposite. It's exactly what you need to keep your body strong and your brain energized. Right. So you got to aim if your adults need about seven to nine hours. And if, especially if you're getting good exercise, you'll be near the higher end of the range. You need to get this. It has to be a priority as we've talked about before. There's an entire episode where I go over the benefits of sleep and the importance of prioritization of it. And again, speaking of working out, healthy lifestyle includes physical training, right? So this, I'm saying physical training for the sense that it doesn't limit itself to just running or lifting weights, though lifting weights is a fantastic thing. Because while those are running and weightlifting is an excellent version of exercise, it represents the small things that you might be able to do, such as walking, boxing, cycling, rowing, all these different things, or playing a sport. These are keeping you physically active and help with your health. So you don't necessarily, if you don't want to run, or if you really just don't want to be in the gym, if that's not your scene, find something else you love. Maybe you might love boxing. Maybe you'll love rowing. Maybe you'll love cycling. Whatever it is, find what you love that keeps you active, that keeps you moving, and get some of that in during the day. Try to get some of it every single day if you can. So finally, with rounding off that healthy lifestyle, you have to eat healthy food. So again, the specifics of what you're eating, the macros and everything, it's going to depend on your dietary preferences and level of physical activity. Someone that's weightlifting and wants to build more muscle should be getting a high protein diet, as should everybody, but this person specifically should be getting more than the average person, right? If you're a vegetarian or vegan, you're going to have to shift these things because protein still remains important, whether or not you eat meats. So you'll have to find different sources that can provide what you need. So again, everyone, no matter what your preferences are or what you do, can benefit from eating whole foods and less processed and packaged foods. And with that being said, make sure you get the water you need because most people are not drinking enough water. I, I'm a person of that. I have a full water glass next to me and I still haven't touched it while recording. But with that being said, keep your water in check. Water is so important and so vital for a healthy lifestyle. So, Next point is going to be talking about nurturing your self-esteem. So with nurturing your self-esteem, right, we've already talked about the importance of self-love, but another essential self-quality is self-esteem. Feeling good about who you are and where you're going is crucial for success in all areas of your life, including your happiness. It goes beyond you, right? Your self-esteem goes beyond you. The positive energy that comes from your self-esteem is contagious, either powering up the people you come in contact with or bringing them down. To boost your self-esteem, you need to focus on the positive. You need to be a positive person. Think of the good things you've accomplished, whether at work, in your family, or through a hobby, or even something in your community. This helps remind you that no matter what you're struggling with, you can achieve the things that you set out to accomplish. At the same time, you can control your reaction to them. 
you can look at the good or the learning potential of any bad situation. So remember also that you're more than just these accomplishments you're thinking of. You have intrinsic value as a person that goes beyond money or utility to society. And you have to recognize this to truly have self-esteem, a high self-esteem. So with that being said, the last part, and I think one of the maybe less used, but the ones that do use it, I don't think I ever look back on it, is keeping a journal. Self-reflection is a key part of focusing on yourself. And there's no better way to self-reflect than keeping a journal. Helps you organize your thoughts, notice patterns in your emotions, and feel more in control in your life's directions. So, right? Journaling isn't about producing something right for other people, right? It's not meant so other people can read this. The value comes from the process and the self-reflection that the journaling enables, the ability to kind of look back on where you're at. With that being said, one of my, actually, my all-time favorite book is Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And in in itself is not a book. It is his personal journal, right? This is what he wrote for himself. Yet it's one of the best books I've ever read because it's so perfect because it's really his little, his book that he trusted with what he was doing as well as the thoughts that influenced the thinking he did. Now, for those of you who don't know, Marcus Aurelius was a phenomenal Roman emperor doing lots of great things in terms of expanding and for civilization. And he's also one of the most influential Stoic or one of the most influential people who followed a Stoic philosophy, which is something that I currently practice. And I'll dive deeper in a different episode about it, um, which I believe should be released by the time you hear this episode. But that journal makes a big difference because you can see in his life how self-reflection helped him keep his calm and composure in times of high stress, especially as an emperor of the greatest empire during the time and one of the greatest empires in history. And for you, that can really just show, that goes to show how you can organize and take control of your life. And with that being said, my closing message to you guys is don't neglect yourself. You see and should know by this point, whether it's from this episode or listening to several of my episodes, how important it is to focus on yourself. It's far from being selfish. This activity of self-improvement, this lifestyle, honestly, of self-improvement increases your effectiveness in all areas of your life, boosting your happiness and your well-being. Try just even one of these. If you don't do all of these, just try one. And see the impact and the influence that it takes over your life. That's going to do it for me today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And I will catch you guys in the next episode.